So hi, welcome to Good Noise Podcast. You're here with No Lungs. We're gonna ask them some questions today. I'm gonna start. What inspired you to start the band, and what does the band name mean? Um, well, basically, um, I've been playing in a bunch of different bands. I started as a drummer, and I've been playing in a bunch of different bands um, for the past few years. And um, during one of those bands, we were taking a lot of a lot of long breaks um not like breaking up or anything but just life would get in the way and we'd just be taking breaks so to keep myself occupied i would just get on my computer and start to make my own music um trying to learn guitar tried to learn bass and all that stuff and just decided like i'll just do it all i'll just do it all myself mm-hmm. instead of waiting for other people to kind of uh you know come back to it yeah. um so i did that for a few years and then um, with the most recent band, it was pretty much the same thing where we would be taking a long break and I'd, I'd start to make all this music, but I wouldn't really put it anywhere because I hated the way that my voice sounded. So I'd make it, I would probably put it on a, uh, a private link for a day. And then the next day I'd go up and be like, yeah, this is embarrassing. And I'd like just delete it immediately. Aww. Yeah, uh, it's, it was, it's tough getting used to like new things and, and all that, but the most recent one, yeah, uh, I decided I wasn't going to do that. And I, I made No Lungs basically, um, basically at first it was kind of like a side project while my other band was taking a break. And I made the name because I wanted it to kind of appear like a band because there was no way that I was going to make a project and just call it like the Austin Cooper experience or anything like that. Like I was mm-hmm. like, this is going to sound really weird and lame if I just use my name. Especially if I suck, because then they're going to be like, yeah, well, that Austin Cooper guy fucking sucks. Can I cuss oh. on this? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That Austin Cooper guy sucks. But um, so I was like, at least if I use a name, if this thing really does crash and burn, I could at least get out of it and be and still like be me. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was definitely like a, a, a Foo Fighters move. Because like that first Foo Fighters album. Um, Dave Grohl just recorded everything and he just used the band name to make it make him think there was a band um, but I pretty much chose the name because it, it was number one I it was, I didn't expect to put the music anywhere more than like a day so I didn't really give two shits about the name I was going to use because I was like well it's only going to be online for a day um, and then chose the name um, No Lungs basically um, and I'm still trying to find a way to like describe it accurately but I basically chose No Lungs as a way to, because I, I, I get anxious like really easily um, around crowds, around people I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and it almost feels like I can't breathe. Almost feels like I got no lungs in, in that sense. Um, and so I chose that name because what the object was, was the songs were going to be the things that I would, that I wasn't scared to talk about. It wasn't scared to say or anything like that. So chose the name and put the music up for a day and then i was all like well you're not gonna do it you're not gonna keep it up for a day you're gonna try to keep it up longer this time so Mm -hmm. um i kept it up longer um and i uh i just did it that way and then i just kept it on for forever i guess at this point (laughs) it hasn't gone off yet so yeah yeah, that's kind of how that's kind of how I started it, yeah, at least. Cool. Wow. Yeah. That's sick. I like the the meaning behind the name as well. I get that. That's awesome. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. Everybody 
smoking reference. Um, oh. Because apparently, <laughs> <laughs> apparently, if you search no lungs, there's like a meme that that came up where it would be like it would say like at the top and be like no lungs no lung cancer and i'm like this isn't funny at all like what yeah. kind of avant-garde meme is this um so everybody's asking me if it's a smoking reference i'm like dude i haven't even i've never touched a cigarette i didn't even start smoking weed till i was 22. <laughs> i was like i don't know what this is yeah. um yeah eh, whatever yeah that's fair I, I thought it was a smoking reference, but hearing your actual like answer to it makes yeah. a lot more sense. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah, cool. this, um, the, and it didn't help too because I've been putting out all this music in albums, and the second album had a picture of someone smoking on it. Oh, and he looks—he looks, he looks kind of like me. Like he looks kind of weird with like the shaggy hair and stuff. You can only see him at like the far like left corner of the picture. But I was like, hindsight twenty twenty, I was like, yo. That was a stupid decision. Maybe not do that next time. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Well, I mean, you live, you learn, and you yep, look. You learn, dude. Exactly. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Um. So you spoke about you like basically doing all of the music, like writing and doing the drums and guitar, everything. Um, everything. What is that process like? Can you tell us about that? Like the writing process of it. Um. A lot of screaming to myself. A lot of. <laughs> a lot of playing drums and then I'm just like fuck like I can't get this one part because I started as a drummer so I would expect oh. that the drums would be the easiest things to do uh -huh. yeah. um but it turns out for me I'm I'm such like a perfectionist that the drums are the hardest things for me to do um okay. I'm recording a new album right now oh. um Ooh. and I'm about 60% of the way through um I still got a couple days that I got to like play drums and, and do all that stuff um, but I'm dreading them because I hate doing the drum days. Um, but oh. other than that, I mean, um, the whole process, I mean, it usually starts with me playing either guitar or it's something that a lyric would hit me and I'm like, oh, well, that sounds kind of cool. Maybe I can use something. So basically in my notes uh, on my phone, it's just lyrics after lyrics after lyrics of just random things that I hear um, in passing or just or anything like that. Mm -hmm. um, and then I just kind of, it's just a lot of self-discipline too, because I don't have to worry about one part of it. I have to worry about literally the entire thing. So it's like, okay, well, if I have my day job on these days, I'm going to do the come day on this day. I'm going to do the guitar days on this day I'm gonna do vocal days on this day um and then I just kind of I just kind of go for it I mean that's kind of like the whole process behind it is um you know I come up with a song pretty much just like any other person in a band um and then the only difference is I uh I have to come up with the drums and I have to come up with the bass and I have to come up with the uh I gotta kind of mix it all myself too and it's it's like you could kind of you can definitely go to people who can mix stuff and make it sound way good um but i and i've been offered like there have definitely been people that were like hey you should come in and mix it with me and i i just like the challenge of it and i like kind of how yeah how raw and because like one of my favorite albums is um is pinkerton by weezer and um that album is like super Case. raw Case. and they produced it themselves mm -hmm. yeah so um they produced it themselves they mixed it themselves and i and 
all the early car seat headrest stuff, he mixed it all himself. So I'm still stuck in that thing where I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to do everything myself. Um, so it starts out the same though. It starts out like, yeah, I got an idea for a song, write it. And then instead of that, it's just like writing everything else. <laughs> all right. Crazy. Yeah. That's like a lot. So you're doing, a lot. you're doing very well. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. God. And when we play live, I have, um, I have friends, great, great pals that kind of back me up and, and help kind of make them work live. And sometimes when I'm recording, I'm like, dude, this would be way less hard if you just had them record with you. But um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm too stubborn. I want things to sound like, <laughs> like how I hear it all in my head. Yeah, so, that makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. So, uh, so how do you feel about the reception to your new single? like uh, means to an end you know <laughs> oh um I feel really good um I'm trying to think of like the right way to like describe it because I haven't really been talking about it that much um we put out a single or we it's see even like saying like in a band context saying like we put it out but in my head it's like I put it out myself so it's like no longs we put out a single called um called Kurt Cobain um in the latter part of last year that's been doing really like well and we played a whole bunch of shows and there were people that kind of knew the words to that one so when means to an end kind of came out um that was the first night of our tour and i just kind of put it up um in the middle of like california somewhere um because we're from arizona so i we were the first night of our tour i was in california and i put it up and then um it's been it's been different, I guess, from all the other albums that I put out and all the other singles, I guess, because it seems like at this point I'm starting to get a lot more like engagement, which is nice. A lot more people like sharing it. Um, the Spotify's and all that stuff. As much as I don't pay, as much as I don't try to pay attention to numbers and stuff, like I've noticed things like that going up, um, and I've noticed means to an end, like getting some love. I like that. So, yeah, I mean, right now I'm really hyped on it. Um, I was going to put out another single. It was going to be on this magazine or this website, I guess, yesterday. But I emailed them like literally that like that morning. And I was like, hey, let's let's postpone this. (laughs) Let's not do it right now. So, um, yeah. Uh, And I was like, like right at the very end, too. I was all like, I think we can swing this. Everything's going on with like the BLM and everything. And I'm like, you know what? In regards to all this, I still think we can swing it. I think we'll be able to make this work. And then, like the morning of, I was all like, no one really needs to hear a song by a by just a, a just me right now. We'll just we'll scrap that for another time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. So I'm hoping that the next thing I put out gets just as much love as means to an end. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, so where was your headspace while you were writing that song, Means to an End? Means to, where was my headspace? I wanted to write a song that would end an album. <laughs> um, oh, okay. I wanted to write it kind of like a song that would that would play during the end credits of like a really um, like a coming of age type film or like a romantic type film. Um, yeah. And the lyrics in it, um, like the chorus, is like is just like I think it what were the lyrics it was like just because we're burning bright doesn't mean that it'll burn forever or whatever and I was like that that was the first thing that hit me I was like that's kind of a cool lyric and I noted it down in my phone um 
And then I ended up just writing and what I was writing sounded like like the end of an album because I'm always thinking in like terms of like albums. So I'm like, I'm thinking the next, the song I was going to put out was going to be the first song from the album because I'm like, okay, I need a cool song to like open an album or open a show or something like that. Yeah. Um, and then I'm like, I need a cool song to end an album, to end a show or something like that. So Means to an End was going to be the, or is, I guess, like the last song just because I wanted to write something that was like, kind of poppy and upbeat um but at the same time kind of like embraces like just because just because you're doing well right now it like or just because whatever we have right now is great like it doesn't mean that it's always going to be great um so just kind of like observing that too that's what my headspace was it was a weird headspace <laughs> that's fair wait so yeah. you said you wanted to write um the song as an ending track so do you yeah. like plan out the album before you even start on it like did you like write it from start to finish and then be like okay i'm done so that's the end track in a sense um in a sense i kind of plan it that way mm -hmm. but like it's weird because I know the beginning track like this. Usually I'm really good at like spotting the songs that's going to start the albums. Like yeah. with, I don't know how deep into the discogs you went with the lung stuff, but like all the first songs I wrote them and I was like, yeah, this is going to be it. This is going to be the first song because I can't top this in the first song. Um, for the last album, I was going to do the, actually the only exception was the last album. It was called See You There and it came out last year. And the first song was supposed to be a, um, like a slow piano kind of track. Um, and then about midway through, um, I was like, nah, this is lame. Let's start it with a big rock track. So Ooh, I yeah. kind of scrapped that and was like, yeah, let's just go for that. Um, and then the last song on that album too, I was all like, well, this song sounds like, like a good end track. This is gonna be the end track. I can't top it in that sense. So put okay. it out like that. But um, when I wrote, especially when I wrote Means to an End, um, I knew I wanted to make an album in the future. Like I knew I was like, if I ever put out an album, another one, like this is going to be the end track to it. Um, yeah. But in that time, at that, that, in that moment, I didn't expect to put out an album this year at all. So I was just like, yeah, whenever I put out an album, this is going to be the last track because I don't think I'm going to be able to top this as far as like a last track. Um, and so far I haven't. Um, I haven't really been able to to get to that to that that ending moment, um, but it's kind of yeah. So like I'd start with either the first tracks or the last tracks, and then fill in everything kind of in between. Um, that's usually where where it kind of goes. Um, and that but if there's if there's a sense when I'm writing it that one song kind of sticks out a little more, and I'm like this will actually be a cool first track, then. Yeah. Um, I just switch it I don't really I don't really mind that often but yeah, exactly it's your album you should be able to like do whatever you want switch yeah. out whatever whenever man especially oh, yeah. in this time where you have people like like Kanye West or like car seat headrest like going in and being able to like edit things in their albums that are already on like Spotify and stuff like that mm -hmm. it's like it's kind of like you'd kind of get to do whatever you want at this point which is yeah. nice awesome. yeah but yeah, that's kind of how it goes. It's weird. I mean, it's it works. Weird. It works. It's been Your working process. so far. Exactly. Exactly. That's good. So because we're all stuck in quarantine, uh, what bands have you been listening to to pass the time? Oh, um, a lot of No Lungs. 
No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> it's a lot of, I've been listening to a lot of um, Sore Eyes. Um, that's one of my friends, his name, his name's Sam. He plays in this band called Sore Eyes. And um, he just put out an EP, um, a little acoustic EP. It's been awesome. Um, I've been listening to a lot of the new Car Seat Headrest album mm -hmm. um, that just came out. I've been, I actually, I'm getting started on like a vinyl collection. And so I'm going back and getting all of these old records that like, that I love, but I've never really been able to like listen to on vinyl just because I didn't like vinyl. Yeah, um, I, I just never wanted to like have to get up in the middle of it and like flip it over flip and it, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, that's the so annoying I, part. I hated it. Yeah, I was like telling everyone, I'm like, guys, I'm just going to stick with CDs because like, I don't want to have to get up from my mood and flip the vinyl. But exactly. Yeah. I'm going to do it. But I don't know what happened. I ended up just getting into it one day. So I've been getting all of these records that I've loved for years on vinyl and like revisiting them. So I've been listening to a lot of, uh, what do I have back there? A lot of like the Not A Surf, Weezer, um, and Nirvana. Never Ooh. mind. I got Never mind on silver vinyl. Um, and so I've been jamming that, um, some of the oldies like that, things that I've loved for a long time, just on vinyl. It sounds yeah. a little different. I'll give them that. Mm -hmm. um, you have good taste. Just to put that thanks. out there. <laughs> so, so we, so Glory just mentioned, uh, you know, about the quarantine and all that. So, so yeah. because we're all stuck at home, are you working on the, on any new projects that you can tell us about? Um, I'm working on an album. That's that's been taking up a lot of the time. Um, at first, when I first started the quarantine thing. The whole, this whole quarantine thing has been so weird because we went on tour in March and we mm -hmm. got back and literally the day we got back um, was the day that kind of shit hit the fan. And we didn't even know if we were going to play the show that night because oh. everything like we were like, are they going to close? Like, what's going to happen? So when we got back um, the next week, um, I ended up making this like quarantine like covers compilation. Um, I put it on Bandcamp um, and I just recorded just a handful of songs that I really uh, like. Um, so I did that, but that wasn't like a huge project. It lasted like a, a day or two of just recording it. And then I just put it all up. Um, but yeah, I mean, after that, I was like, I'm just going to record an album and I'm going to, I'm going to see how that, how that works out. So that's what I've been doing in this quarantine is just a lot of uh, a lot of recording. Wow. Wait, so this entire album that you're working on now has been like recorded entirely in quarantine. Close, close. Um, there's two songs that haven't been recorded in quarantine. Um, Kurt Cobain and Means to an End. Mm -hmm. um, I'm putting them on, remixing them so they sound nice and fresh. Yeah. And um, but those weren't recorded in quarantine. Um, Everything else, though, from what it looks like right now, everything else is pretty much going to be recorded in quarantine. Wow, and it's not that's, like, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like a quarantine album, though. Like, it's not like I was sitting in quarantine. Like, I want to write about the hardships of being stuck inside. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Um, it was just this is just a, such a good time to uh, to do it um, instead of instead of just sitting on my ass staring at the ceiling. So I felt that. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> So when you're playing live, what are your top three songs to perform live? Um, it changes a lot of the time because especially after 
because we just went on our first tour and what i noticed is that um people's tastes in certain cities can be dramatically different mm -hmm. so a lot of the times it goes a lot of the times my my favorite song is like the favorite song that i realized after the fact because i'm just trying to see how people are taking it um if that makes any sense yeah, yeah like, we play yeah so like we play this one song kurt cobain which i've been i kept going back to it just because um it's been doing pretty well and um and so we played in arizona um and everybody would be pretty kind to it we played in california and everybody would be pretty kind to it um we played it in what did we play it in where people were just like what the fuck is this song i think we played it in utah no god utah it was, maybe it was like fort collins or something like that Colorado. Oh, okay. <laughs> we played it and um and it just did, didn't vibe too well. It was just like Aww. everybody was just kind of sitting there like this, like, yeah. okay, that's okay. That's like, I guess that's fine. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but for a long time, I think still Kurt Cobain's such a fun song that we've been playing. There's one called Sleepwalk My Years Away where um, it's it's like the same thing. It's like the last song on that last album where it was like, let's write a, I'm gonna write a song that's gonna be the end of the album. It's gonna be sick. So we'd end a lot of our shows with um with sleepwalk my years away and um and i'm really huge i'm not huge into fiddler but i definitely had like a fiddler kick where i'd see them a few times and what they do is they'd have um they'd have like everybody sit on the floor before mm -hmm. they play like one of their last songs they'd have everybody sit on the floor and then when it starts to kind of hit everybody would stand up and just go crazy mm -hmm. yeah um, so the nights where that works out it's one of my favorite songs to play. The nights where it doesn't work out, it's one of the songs I despise playing. Yeah. So it just goes like that. In California, it worked out really nice where everybody would Good. sit down. But this was still when like um, the COVID thing was kind of like, it wasn't like as big of like a pandemic now, but it was still something like, huh, do I really want to just be like, just sitting on this floor? Like, what are we going to do with yeah. this? But, yeah. but like that worked out well. So I guess I'd say Kurt Cobain is one. Sleepwalk My Years Away is another song I like playing. And then my third song I like playing live would probably be a song called... Um, there's one called uh, New Devil that we play a lot. Um, that's pretty sick. I like playing that one too. It's got kind of like a cool spoken word for the verses type thing. Kind of like Not A Surf. I listen to a lot of Not A Surf. So... Um, so you keep on talking about this tour can you tell us anything yeah. about it like what that experience was, was like since you said it was your first like tour yeah uh it was fucking weird i uh <laughs> nice <laughs> that's it no um yeah i mean we literally when we first started planning the tour it wouldn't have happened because we were gonna plan it for the week of the quarantine thing everything would have gone down and everything would have canceled on us yeah. um but there was this festival in Oakland called Twin Shrieks that um, that one of my friends was kind of putting together. And um, it was around that same time I hit him up. I was like, hey, do you guys have any contacts for Oakland? Because we're trying to go on tour. And he's like, well, I'm doing this festival if you guys want to play it, but it's the week before you're planning to go. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Ugh, I don't know if we'll be able to swing that. I'm going to check with everyone else. And everybody was like, oh, yeah, we're good with that. So we're like, OK, we'll push it back a week. Let's rock and roll. Um, so we formed this whole tour around that festival. Um, it was cool getting out, man. 
Like it was cool getting out of Arizona and and playing shows to people that were just different, but at the same time, like you still had that kind of common thread where it's like everybody's here to rock out and, and hopefully have a good time and stuff. Um, some shows were great, um, but as for any act that doesn't have a huge following anywhere, um, there were definitely some shows that we played to like five people. Yeah. That was um, like in my sense, like I totally expected it mm-hmm. um, because it was more about like the uh, the the experience. Yeah. I've, I've noticed that when I'm telling friends about it, I'm not telling them too much about the shows. I'm telling them more about like about like the experiences, like seeing the Golden Gate Bridge for the first time or sleeping on a floor in um, Reno, Nevada um, on the way to go to um, Salt Lake City, like things like that. That's like, oh, like it's it's cool. It was, it was a cool experience, man. Um, and I just, I wish it lasted longer. <laughs> but at the same time, like even if I wish it lasted longer, it wouldn't have with the whole quarantine thing yeah. and everything that went down. But we were playing in, um, we played in in, uh, in Tempe here in Arizona um, for the first night. And then we played in Tucson the next night, which is about two hours away. And okay. for these two shows, I was like, when you, I guess when you're playing shows too, like, I don't know if you guys are in bands or, or anything like that or like, but you, you might be able to like, like relate to when you're doing something cool, you have this like adrenaline and it's like, it kind of overpowers you and you're like this is sick and so i remember like we'd always be rocking out and i'd always do something at the end of the set at the end of the set that i would regret later so like in tempe i got on my amp and i just like i just dived back into the drum set mm-hmm. and um, we broke two of the cymbal sounds like that thing that that oh my night God. Oh. we were like yeah we gotta fix we gotta fix these cymbal stands so yeah. but in tucson um it wasn't like in tucson we were playing this this bar um and we were playing the second floor which was weird i don't think i've ever played on the second story of of anywhere actually i I remember one time that i played on the second story of somewhere but we were basically playing this bar on the second story and at the end of the set i walked over by the stairs and i just at the the last note i just i went back i fell down the stairs oh um, they were like steel stairs too. Like they weren't, they were, um, they were like steel stairs or aluminum or something. I don't really even know. They were like metal. Um, oh God. yeah. And I, at first I thought I broke the neck of my guitar. I was like, dude, I'm fucked. Like I broke my guitar. And then I realized that I didn't break the guitar, but I ended up spraining my leg really oh. bad. Um, but thankfully the thankfully we didn't end up leaving the state actually until a week later so i had time to heal and and stuff like that but we were playing in utah and i guess i jumped off my amp and i landed the wrong way because i just restrained myself for the rest of the uh, the last like three shows or whatever so the last three shows like on stage or, or on the floor wherever you're playing it's like i was like rocking i was like this is great um, but once the adrenaline wore off, I was like, I'm in so much pain. I need to go <laughs> to the motel right now. And I need to, we need to amputate it. Just cut the damn thing off. Oh, my God. <laughs> so you've yeah. got this thing with like falling backwards, backwards. and breaking something or breaking yourself. Okay. Breaking myself. Yeah, I'm, I'm very much in the camp of like, of like, um, not everybody's going to like the music you play. 
Um, because a lot of times, sometimes people can go there just to see a different band. And if you're lucky, they'll stick around and watch you. Um, so I'm like, even if you don't like the music we play, I at least want to put on a show and give you something that you'll be able to kind of remember um, and, and something to take away. I've definitely seen a bunch of bands that had great songs, but like I can't remember too much about them just because the show was just so like kind of like one dimensional, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, so I've really been like, yeah, we're going to. I was like, I'm gonna fuck some. I'm gonna fuck my body up, guys, and it's it's not gonna be pretty, but we're gonna do it. It's gonna be memorable. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna give someone some memories, some yeah. sometime. I still have yet to get a good video of me falling back because, uh -huh. like, if someone got a video of me falling back down those like down those metal stairs, I'd be done. Like, I'd be like, okay, guys, here's all the money in my bank account. Like, here's all sixty bucks. <laughs> take it i, I mean it, maybe it would go viral you know and then you get exactly. a big ass following because you're just known as the guy that falls down the metal stairs like i don't know exactly and then That'd people be... ask you to do it oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> play the video again they're like do when the we... thing dude honestly like there was a short point in time where i really wanted that like and it wasn't like falling down the stairs thing uh -huh. but it was like i have this weird it's not like a I wouldn't call it a talent. I'd call it like a very loose talent where I'm able to like throw up, like just on, just whenever I feel like it, like just oh. throw up on And um, yeah, so it looks like, no, I'm just kidding. But um, <laughs> I was gonna ask you to do it. <laughs> Go for it. Okay. So basically I take a sip of the water and it looks like this, but, um, but I would do that like to people that I don't even like know. Uh -huh. So one of my best friends, Andrew Lara, one of the first times we were actually starting to become close to each other, um, we were walking out of a Walmart and I just just defecated like I just uh, I just threw up on command. Um, wow. It was I didn't defecate. I, I threw up on command yeah. and he um, he looked over at me and he was just like, what do you just do? And then I just do this thing where I ignore it and I'd be like, what are you talking about, man? I don't know what you're talking about. He'd be like, look at that. I'm like, that's not mine. I don't know who that is. It's not mine. But um, so I don't know where that came from. Yeah, I was like, what is that? You're going to lick that shit? What are you talking about? What are you trying to <laughs> but, um, I, but then I got to the point where I was posting a lot of that on the lungs like the gram. Like there'd be videos where I'm like, guys, I did it. I'm, I lost my virginity. I'm 24 years old. I just did it. And I walk up to the toilet and I puke my brains out. And oh then they're like, what the fuck? And then I guess that would be like, I think the caption for that was like, it was like, is this supposed to happen every time? And then everybody <laughs> was like, what the fuck is that? And there'd be somewhere I'm like, all right, guys, I'm doing a food review. I'm Buffalo Wild Wings. And then I just throw up. And they'd be like, dude, why do you keep doing this? Um, so there was a short stint where people would, at the shows that I would play, like ask me to do it. Uh -huh. And I did it, and like, I did it like once or twice. I'm like, yeah, yeah I'm gonna do this. But um, I realized very quickly that the more I do it in front of people, the more the more friends I lose. So I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> gonna, small stop price to pay. <laughs> yeah, right? I could be alone. I've been alone for 24 years, as long as I can make someone laugh. But um, I get that. Yeah, that was fun. That was a that was a good time. Cause I did. It's like, what do you do? What are you trying to do? Are you trying to call me on my bluff? Like, it's not exactly. a, it's not CGI. Like, this is real shit. I'm gonna show it to you, and then I do it, and they're like, 
what the why the fuck did you do that? They'd be I'm like, like, put it back. What? You asked for <laughs> it. Like, I'm put it back. I'm just pick it all up. Put it back in. Okay, no. forget it ever happened. Oh god. That's so gross. That is so gross. I'm sorry. You just so I'm gonna, the visual. Oh god. I'm gonna put it on my OnlyFans when oh. I realize that. Oh. You know, somebody out. will probably like that. Vomit I'm just kidding. Only fans. You can make a ton of Gerard money. Gerard Way that. looking at you. <laughs> I want to make, make OnlyFans where I'm making OnlyFans. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I'm just like replaying it in my head. Like the thought of me having an OnlyFans where like at the end of it, I just like throw up. And it's like, <laughs> I want to, oh my God. I'll like, like throw up and then I like shuffle toward the camera and like shake and I'll just turn it off. And it'll be like, how did what what the fuck just happened at like the end of every video oh but God. then the videos that don't have it because i feel like you got to give like variety on that stuff yeah yeah the things yeah. that don't have it it's just gonna be me begging for money like it's gonna be like me like hey please i'm i'm struggling out here guys i'm really exactly. I, I need some money right now please and then i'm tip. you know that works out yeah. please donate like fully closed i'm like please guys please donate to me give me money <laughs> I need, I need money, guys. I need money, please. Exactly. Please. This life Off isn't easy. I will vomit the money up if you donate money. <laughs> yes, I will only vomit up hundred dollar bills. Make a smoothie out of it. No, no, no. We are not going there. <laughs> oh my there. god. Vomit oh smoothie. God. Yum, yum. Oh. What was the point where I'm... I was talking about the money, not the vomit. Oh. <laughs> oh. Well, why not both? You put money in this. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I'm not just gonna drink straight money because that's gonna go. That's gonna be hard going down my throat. Yeah. Like I need yeah. something that can like that can kind of moisten it. Um. Hot. Yeah. <laughs> Only for you, baby. But, um, oh my god. <laughs> I'm waiting for you guys to turn this off. Like, yeah, we got a bad desk. Cut the cameras, guys. Let's cut the cameras. We're done. We're done. We're done. Who's next? I can't take this anymore. Oh my god. Okay. Um. So going back to our questions and away from the, the vomit talk, which I love so much. We'll pick this up after the interview. Oh, you don't have god. to. Um. Where do you see the project in the next five years? Where do I see it in the next five years? That's the a next vomit, five years. <laughs> Going down the drain? Um, no, no, I don't know. Um, five years. I don't know, man. Like, I always said if I wasn't famous by 28, it was, if I wasn't famous by my music by 28, it was going to be by my sex tapes. So, <laughs> I got about four years to go. So hopefully in those four years, I can become an international superstar and tour with Kiss. But if not, um, if not, I mean, I guess I'm, I guess I'm just gonna, I guess I'm done. I don't know. I guess we'll find out. All right. Well, you better get famous. <laughs> Fingers okay. crossed. Okay. So obviously the the music related questions we don't like <laughs> we always get off topic all right so let's so let's let's be off topic okay let's so go. if you were on death row please don't mention throw up anywhere in this question <laughs> um, oh. so if you were on death row what would your last meal be and why also please pick a drink uh please pick a drink it'd be um Nothing related to throw up. 
please. I'm not. I'm not as into throw up as in making if a sound. You, I swear. You Bro, you just had like a ten minute conversation <laughs> about throw up. If you say the smoothie as a drink, I will quit this podcast right here. I'm right not now. gonna say the smoothie. That, no. Um. But can we make it into like a sun? No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. I think a milkshake. My last meal. My last meal would probably be. See, like part of like part of me wants to say In and Out just because it's just because it's like, oh yeah, let's get some In and Out. But like, I don't know if I'm gonna. I don't know if that's gonna sit well. Um, well so I, I think. Mean... Just, I don't know, man. I think I'm gonna say In and Out. Either In and Out or like some really good. Um, <laughs> there's some really good Chinese food, like sesame chicken. I would go for. Okay. Um, and then I'd have a Coke with it because I drink Coca-Cola like it's water. And um, it'd be really good to to have that, too. So okay. I, think, I think that. Would it be regular Coke or would it be cherry Coke? Oh, um, it depends how I feel when they okay. ask me. Like, if I'm feeling kind of spicy, I'll be like, mm-hmm. hey, guys, let's do this. Give me some cherry Coke. Like, yeah, if I'm yeah, going to yeah. go out, I'm going to go out. Give me some cherry Coke. But if I'm feeling like kind of kind of down in the dumps and i'm like you know man this this is gonna be a bad day for me you know let's just get a regular coke let's get it over with oh really no yeah, way yeah, i would yeah. have guessed you know death day yeah. bad day bad day we um, gotta turn on bad day by uh daniel powder um and just let's just go let's just do this guys let's just do it go with it uh so if you could live in one fictional world for a week where would you live oh um new jersey no, yeah, New Jersey Ohio. doesn't exist. As someone who lives there, it doesn't it doesn't exist. <laughs> I Ohio didn't exist. Half the map oh, doesn't God. exist. Uh, if I could live in a fictional a fictional place, uh, Australia. Australia. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't exist. Australia doesn't exist. I think I'd uh I don't know, man, cuz I don't really I don't really know that many like fictional places. I don't know. Uh, I'm I'm very much I like living in real places, places where I can where I can track them on a map in case I get lost. Mm-hmm. So, um, I don't know. I I don't. I honestly have no idea. Maybe Canada. I'll just say like, <laughs> I'll say Ontario, Canada. Ontario. Um, Canada. I mean, you could you could live in like Dora's world because she has like a map for like everywhere she goes. Oh my God! Like... Okay, you just opened up a whole new world for me. I exactly. Live... See. I would live in. Um, a lot of places have maps. <laughs> I know, but Dora's like Harry known Potter? for her map. Mm. Harry Potter has a map. I, I mean, half of Harry Potter is. But that was introduced in like the third book. Yeah, we ain't. We I ain't you living in no place that introduces map. maps in the yeah. third book. That's not count. That's just of Hogwarts. Exactly. Mm. So, so where else does he have a map? Harry Potter is in the real world. Harry Potter's in the real world. I'm a, yes, I'm a they're in there. England. Oh, oh yeah, you're right, huh? Oh, but is England real? But it's like a fictional, like I've never seen scenario. England with my own eyes. Yeah, I don't think oh, England exists. Hogwarts if I haven't been there, it doesn't it exist. I've never, Hogwarts I've never been there before. It. So it's England. England. Um, <laughs> no, I think I, I think I'd honestly choose. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I honestly, I would probably choose. And this is gonna sound weird. But I'd probably choose whatever world they're in in Toy Story. I'd probably choose. Oh, Only yeah, because yeah. having a toy that would talk to me, like, I'd be like, dude. Well, oh, well, then again, shit, I'm a human. 
So yeah. it wouldn't even talk to me. You could you be a what? toy. This is hurting my head. I don't, I could be, <laughs> this is hurting my head. I don't All know right. what to do. <laughs> Next question. Okay. So Canada is your final answer. Ontario, Canada. Yeah. Ontario, I, Canada. Let's go Sounds there. Good. Canada doesn't exist either. It's perfect. <laughs> exactly. It doesn't exist. Yeah, I haven't been there. It doesn't exist. Exactly. I haven't seen it. The only place that exists for me right now is Virginia and Florida, so <laughs> that's Virginia. it. What is that thing? What the heck? Oh, I forgot. Anyways. Bruh. <laughs> I thought Shane lived in Florida for a second. Anyways. <laughs> no. Wait, um, do you guys all live in separate states? Is that what I'm getting right now? Yeah. 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 That's wild. Jeez. Yeah. Are you guys like internet friends or something? Or did you guys, were you guys living in the same state at one point and then like someone had to move and you're like, well shit, let's just keep up on Zoom and we'll see each other. Like we how'd met that up, we, we met on Discord. Yeah. Yeah. So. Hell yeah. Internet friends, yeah. Internet friends. Huh. So I, like I have the honor of asking the last question and some may say it is the most important question. What is your favorite color? Mm, I like, uh, I like teal. Teal's a cool Teal. color. That's a very good color. Ignore that. All right. Like, yes. Teal. You love to Teal. see it. You love to see it. <laughs> so, as Goy said, that is all the questions we have. Is there anything you would like to plug? Um, I want to plug number one. Number one, I guess, like, I don't know when this goes up, but it, I guess it'd still be pretty relevant, um, especially considering, like, the times we're in right now. Um, BLM, go donate. You, you've seen the links on Twitter. You've seen all these people. I know you're sitting at your computer like, oh, well, I'll donate tomorrow. I'm not, I'm not going to really donate. Um, go up there, spend a couple bucks, go, go do the damn thing. Um, I'm too scared to go out and actually protest um, because I've seen the videos of people with their eyes getting caught out. Yeah. People say, just go with goggles. I'm too fucking nervous. But um, yeah, that's valid. If you're able to go out there, do, do the protests um because it's it's really working i'm starting to see some real change yeah and i know yeah. that we're um and I, I just i know i'm so proud of like what everybody's doing right now so um and then when you're done with that there's a new no lungs album coming out in the summer um Ooh. called uh um what you don't want to happen is happening right now it's it's the no lungs album with the longest title um and um it's never gonna fit on your ipods or your iPads or your Spotify's. Um, so that's going to be fun. But that's coming in the summer. Um, and then everywhere else is the no lungs, like Facebooks and Instas and all that. It's no lungs. And then AZ for Arizona. All right. Sick. Yeah. Cool. So, so thank you for sitting down with us. This has been No Lungs and We're the Good Noise Podcast. <laughs>